Kingdom Exhortations. March 2022. Read by John Morton. Good morning. In John chapter 9, we find the account of Jesus healing a man born blind. This is a unique miracle, for never before in biblical history had someone been healed from blindness. No prophet, no priest, no man of God had given sight to the blind until Jesus stepped on the scene. This account provides a picture to help each of us understand our absolute spiritual blindness. We must all come to the realization that there is no cure for our spiritual death and blindness other than receiving, trusting, and relying on the Lord Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of our sins and the salvation of our soul. Quote, Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. John 1 verse 12. Only through Jesus can we be free from the guilt of our sins and receive spiritual sight as the man born blind received his natural sight. Quote, Jesus said, For judgment I have come into this world, so that the blind will see, and those who see will become blind. John 9 verse 39. The story begins with Jesus approaching a man born blind. It's notable that this man does not find Jesus, but Jesus finds him. Quote, as he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. Verse 1. The disciples go on to question Jesus as to who's to blame for this man's blindness. Quote, his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents, that he was born blind. Verse 2. Jesus explains that no one is to blame and proceeds to spit on the ground, make mud with the saliva, and smear it on the man's eyes. He then tells the man to go to a well-known pool in the city and wash away the mud. The man obeys Jesus and miraculously receives his sight. Quote, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. Verse 3. Quote, Having said this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with the saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means sent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. John 9, verses 6 and 7. This was an unusual way for Jesus to bring about this man's healing. Why didn't Jesus simply command the man's sight to come, as he certainly could have? What if the blind man was upset or disgusted with Jesus for smearing mud and saliva on his face? What if he refused to go to the pool and wash as Jesus commanded him? If the blind man behaved in any of these ways and did anything but obey Jesus, he would not have received his sight. Jesus allowed this man to, quote, have some skin in the game and cooperate with what God was doing in his life. How many times have we missed a blessing or even a miracle in our lives because we refused to do what Jesus instructed us and obey the word of God, the Bible? Quote, but Samuel replied, does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the voice of the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. 1 Samuel 15, verse 22. The story continues with the expected questions and unbelief of the people who formerly knew the man only as blind. Quote, 
his neighbors and those who had formerly seen him begging asked, Isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said, No, he only looks like him. But he himself insisted, I am the man. John 9, verses 8 and 9. Jesus had given this man a blessing never before heard of, and he will not deny it. Do you have this heart to glorify God and insist that it was Jesus who saved you and gave you your spiritual sight? Quote, how then were your eyes open, they demanded. He replied, the man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Siloam and wash, so I went and washed, and then I could see. Where is this man, they asked. I don't know, he said. John 9, verses 10 through 12. Amazingly, the man gives a perfectly accurate one-verse testimony. As Christians, let us testify without exaggeration to the truth of what Jesus has done in our lives. After this, they bring the man before the powerful and revered religious leaders of the day. In a remarkable show of thoughtlessness toward the man, they show no compassion or joy for the incredible blessing he received from Jesus. On the contrary, some of them denounced Jesus as ungodly because he healed the man on the Sabbath. Quote, they brought to the Pharisees the man who had been blind. Now the day on which Jesus had made the mud and opened the man's eyes was a Sabbath. Therefore the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. Quote, he put mud on my eyes, the man replied, and I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others asked, how can a sinner do such miraculous signs? So they were divided. John 9, 13 through 16. When someone you know receives a blessing from the Lord, do you show interest and share their joy? Or do you question and doubt the things they've shared? Quote, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. Romans 12, verse 15. The religious leaders did not believe that Jesus healed the man and sent for his parents to speak on their son's behalf. Regrettably, out of fear of being ostracized, his parents confirm he was born blind, but will not stand with their son and declare it was indeed Jesus who had healed him. Quote, the Jews still did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they sent for the man's parents. Is this your son, they asked? Is this the one you say was born blind? How is it that now he can see? We know he is our son, the parents answered and we know that he was born blind. But how he can see now or who opened his eyes, we don't know. Ask him. He is of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews. For already the Jews had decided that anyone who acknowledged that Jesus was the Christ would be put out of the synagogue. That was why his parents said, he is of age. Ask him. John 9 verses 18 to 23. When someone asks you about your faith and the reason you see and believe the things of God, do you firmly proclaim that it was Jesus who gave you your sight, or do you draw back out of fear of being persecuted or considered overly religious? Quote, if anyone is ashamed of me in my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. Luke 9 verse 26. Let us go now and humble ourselves before Jesus Christ, the Lord of heaven and earth, 
acknowledging our spiritual poverty and blindness, daily declaring our absolute need of him and desire for him. Quote, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 5, verse 3. Quote, Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. John 1, verse 12. When it's all said and done, the greatest desire of our hearts ought to be to sincerely and genuinely proclaim with the man born blind, quote, one thing I do know. I was blind, but now I see. John 9, verse 25. As you walk with Jesus each day, determined to obey him in every aspect of your life, as revealed in the scriptures. When obedience seems odd, difficult, or counterintuitive, do what Jesus asks you to do, that you may receive the blessing he desires for you. Quote, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Matthew 6, verse 33. Always keep in mind that when trials or difficulties come, they are not bad luck or happenstance or simply because of some sin in your life. They have come that you might experience the goodness of your heavenly Father and grow in relationship with him as you glorify Jesus Christ during the process. Quote, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. John 9, verse 3. Quote, When he heard this, Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's Son may be glorified through it. John 11, verse 4. When you hear of the blessings others have received, do not grumble and question what has happened, but take time to rejoice with that person and to give heartfelt thanksgiving to Jesus Christ our Lord. Finally, above all, stand up and speak up for Jesus whenever you have opportunity, always remembering that he is the true and ultimate meaning of life. Quote, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies, and whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? John 11, verses 25 and 26. May God bless you all. Kingdom Exhortations are written by John Morton, Dave Anderson, and Tom Anderson. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomd.org. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from past sins. 2 Peter 1 verses 5 through 9